What's good, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode four of the idea of manhood. Thank you for tuning in. Um, man, I'm so excited and I feel so lucky and blessed to be uh, hosting and having this opportunity to talk about issues that are so important. So if you're just tuning in to the, for the first time to the idea of manhood, uh, my name is Five Mikes. Um, Mike, the husband, father, educator, writer, MC. The microphone gives me wings. And I had this little podcast. And, you know, it was just starting, starting from the ground up. And uh, we're just trying to do some amazing things and empower people along the way. Um, this isn't a gimmick. This isn't, isn't me trying to do men versus women and create all this dichotomy. This is really trying to bring people together and just open up lanes of conversation and communication so uh thank you for tuning in i'm going to ask you please to do something for me whatever you're listening to this on whether it's itunes whether it's soundcloud whether it's uh what else stitcher um libsyn or if it's on my website go ahead and subscribe hit the subscribe button favorite it on your web browser and the reason that's important is because you know of course we all have very busy lives right we all have busy lives and we all have like 85 things that we listen to. We have this playlist. We have that podcast and all these amazing podcasts. We have TVs to binge watch. Um, so the reason why I'm asking you to, to subscribe is so that every time I put out an episode, you don't have to go searching for it. You don't have to be like, oh, man, what am I going to listen to this on today? Um, it'll come directly to your phone. When you open up podcast. Uh, your podcast app, it'll be right there. So go ahead and subscribe. Um, tell your people, tell your friends. This is not just for men, of course. Uh, even though the title is the idea of the idea of manhood, it's not just for men. It's for any and everybody that has an interest in talking about, you know, just issues of being uh, an adult. So I just want to definitely put that out there. Definitely subscribe today. Right? We have a, a full episode today. We have a lot to talk about, and I'm adding a new segment. All right, so we're going to start with I'm Tired. The I'm Tired segment today will be about whack leaders, whack leadership. Uh, for those of you that are not hip-hop uh, affiliated, whack means horrible. Whack means ridiculous. Whack means that you're just not up to par where we need you to be. Um, so we're going to talk about whack leaders and whack leadership. I'm adding a new segment uh, this, this week called uh, One Minute of Hip-Hop. Right. And so the main thing about the idea of manhood, right, is that I want the idea of manhood to be timeless. Right. So I don't want people to come back and listen two and three and four years from now. And be like, what? What are these references? I don't get it. Who is Miley Cyrus? She doesn't exist anymore. Like, who, what is this about? So I want to make sure that it's relevant to whenever you listen to it. So if you listen to it next week and everything changes, the news cycle changes, I don't want people to be like confused. So I'm going to focus on one minute of some pop culture, um, primarily hip hop based, but it might be other things thrown in there, but it's going to be things that everyone can relate to. And maybe if you're not into hip hop, you learn a couple things. No big whoop, right? Boom. Uh, one minute of hip hop and then the main segment today I'm going to come up with a title for the main segment I don't know what it is uh, but the main segment today is going to be entitled um, the starter kit uh, marriage the starter kit right the starter kit for marriage this is wedding season uh, I'm going to about eight weddings this fall I went to a couple in the spring 
um, and people are getting married a lot. You know, young people are are proposing getting married at record rates, right? Um, and we're just going to talk about a marriage starter kit. There's a couple tools, a couple tips that, you know, from a male's perspective that couples could use to make sure that you're starting off on the right foot. They say the way you start is the way that you finish. So we want to make sure that people understand that. All right. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, I'll be right back. And we're going to start off with I'm tired, uh, whack leaders and whack leadership. Thanks for tuning in. Episode four, the idea of manhood. Bomb. And we're back. Okay. <laughs> um, I like coming back, like, from the segment, even though, like, there's no commercial. There's nothing there. I'm just like, and we're back. Um, whack leaders. I'm tired of that, right? I'm tired of whack and incapable, uncapable, whatever the word is, uh, leaders and whack leadership, right? The reason why I'm using such a colloquial word as whack is because, you know, with the hip hop community, like there's something that's really honest and something that's like kind of brash and in your face about hip hop that I really love that really speaks to me. Right. Uh, and so whack says so much without saying a whole lot. Right. And capable is good. You know, uh, uh, incompetent is good. But there's something so simple and so direct about the word whack that it makes it sound better, right? So I'm tired of whack leaders, man. Like what is what is going on in 2015 that leaders and people that are placed in positions of leadership are so whack? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Whether I think about, you know, I'm sure everyone could relate to this on some level. We've all been called into leadership on some level, whether it's as simple as, you know, being the president of your student organization when you're in high school or college or, you know, something more important like being a leader or a supervisor at work. Right. Where, you know, when you're placed into a position of leadership. Right. There's a certain responsibility and accountability that you have to the people that placed you there. Right. So if you're a leader, but you can't communicate with people, there's a problem. Right. If you're a leader and you're the most defensive person on your team, then there is a problem. Right. If you're a leader and you can't empower the people around you and make them feel better after they have a conversation with you, then there's a problem. Those are all qualities that leaders should have. Um, but in my goings on and in my situations and things I'm seeing around me, and especially this week, like in the past couple weeks, there's just these glaring examples of people that are not equipped to be leaders, right? And everybody's not built for leadership. Everybody wants to be a leader, but people aren't built for leadership, right? To be a leader, you have to have thick skin. 
You have to understand that people are going to come to you with their complaints, with their concerns, and that a lot of times because we're all emotional, we're all human, we all have all these, excuse me, we all have all of these, uh, you know, things happening in our lives every day we're stressed we're tired we're angry we're hungry and so when people come to you as a leader sometimes they not they might not come with their a game they might not come and list out their concerns like a this b this subcategory one two three you know people's concerns aren't going to be so so clean and as a leader it's your job to decipher and to break things down and try to get to the crux of what people need. But the thing is, leaders nowadays, these whack leaders get caught up in the emotion. Right? They get someone comes to them concerned and angry, then they get angry. Someone comes to them, you know, sad or whatever, then they get sad. No. No, son. <laughs> leaders, you have to be consistent. Right. You have to be able to talk to the people and make them feel better in that moment. When they come to you, you have to engage with them in a way that's empowering leaders empower. That's it. When people ask me, what is a leader? What, what does a leader do? Leaders empower people. So if you're leading an organization or uh, a sports team or uh, whatever it is that you're leading and there is a feeling of disempowerment a feeling of you know everyone's down and everyone has a low morale and everything is topsy-turvy and people are talking behind closed doors and whispering and so you are not leading well son so uh, that's what I'm tired of I'm just tired of people that are whack leaders and incapable of leading you come to them with the problem you leave with a different problem you know what I'm saying? You come to them with the concern and then they chastise you because you didn't come to them with the concern in the right manner. Man, get out of here with that, man. Look, let me tell you something. I've encountered too many situations, real life examples in the past week, in the past few weeks of leaders that are not in control or do not have the proper skills to keep their people together. And all I'm saying is that I'm tired of that. And if you're a leader, toughen up, tighten up, put on some, uh, put the eye black under your eye and just get ready to uh, to hear and listen and be vulnerable for a second as a leader. You have to be vulnerable and put yourself out there. Understand that when you have the pinata hanging in the middle of the room, that people are going to come to you with the stick and try to beat you down. Not on purpose, but that's just because people have concerns and they have issues and you as a leader don't have control with how they bring their concerns concerns to you you don't have control of that all you have control with of as a leader is how you respond to that and if you are such a leader in that way you can't decipher when people's frustrations are high but their issues are low and you can't and you go straight to dealing with their frustration as opposed to their issue son then you are whack as a leader and you shouldn't leading that's it okay um <laughs> yeah I, I i'm feel i'm feeling very serious about that because man 
I've just seen some crazy things the past couple of weeks, man. I've seen people that can't talk to people. People can't send emails appropriately. People that, you know, can't talk on one-on-one without getting angry, you know, can't uh, address a concern without making it personal. Oh, and that bothers me a lot. So that's that's all I want to talk about today uh, in terms of I'm tired. All right, let me come real back, uh, come right back with the one minute, uh, the one minute hip hop, and then we're going to go right in. All right, peace. Thanks for being here. The Idea of Manhood, episode four. Boom, bye, bye. Okay, I'm back. Um, <laughs> listen, uh, one minute of hip hop. Here we go. So this is a new segment, just trying it out. One minute of hip-hop news. This is off the top. This is freestyle. Um, the VMAs were this week, right? We all saw that or heard about it or seen things about it. Kanye West was up there ranting again, talking his stuff like he talks. People were upset about it. People thought he was awkward. People thought it was confusing. People think that he's on some crazy, um, you know, he's doing his stuff again. And he is. And it's awesome. Um, Molly Cyrus was a horrible host. I hope they never invite her back to host again. <clears throat> I felt dirty after um, watching that. There was something about her face that made my face itch. Um, Rick Ross. If you haven't heard, if you're not familiar, Rick Ross released two singles this week that were amazing. Um, he, he just sounds fresh. Like he's in the studio doing pull-ups. Like something about what he's doing is is really hitting right now. And his voice sounds strong. His beat selection was great. Uh, so definitely Go back and listen to that Rick Ross. Um, that's it. <laughs> that's it. One minute of hip hop. All right. So going right in to the main event. All right. So we're going to talk about today um, the marriage starter kit. All right. This is uh, the idea of manhood episode four. Um, this is the wedding season. This is the fall. This is uh, September, October, November, the most popular time for weddings. The weather is great. It's a fall season, you know, amazing colors, amazing photo opportunities. And um, I know a lot of people getting married and this is an awesome thing, right? This is um, marriages and weddings, you know, men like them too. You know, we don't necessarily get down with all of the pageantry that that's involved with weddings but we like weddings you know we like to see people happy we like to party and turn up with everybody at the wedding have a uh, a free drink or two um you know but it's wedding season right um but the thing that i'm always concerned with when people get married people around me whether they're younger than me older than me same age the thing i always say is that yeah the wedding is cool and i know that that's what's most important and and what's fresh on people's mind is the wedding. Um, but my focus is the marriage. You know what I'm saying? The marriage is what is important. And sometimes the wedding can overshadow some of the things that are happening in the marriage. The marriage is going to go on, you know, supposedly and, and ideally forever. The wedding is such a small, um, a small snapshot, a small preview, a, a blip on the radar of the marriage, but people put so much time, energy, and money into creating this event, right? Creating this atmosphere, creating a feeling, a vibe, right? And um, if people put as much time into planning their marriage as they do their wedding, I think things would be a lot different, right? So 
I'm going to give like, like I normally do three or four or five, something like that tips about, you know, things that we can do to make sure that our marriages uh, are saying as much to people around us as our wedding does. You know, people say a wedding like gives a message and can be, you know, if you go to a wedding, you could tell what's going to happen with the marriage. No, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. Because people have wedding planners and that wedding planner is going to leave the marriage. It's going to leave that situation and the marriage has to sustain. All right. So I want to give a couple tips. Um, now, look, there's a couple things, too. I want to make sure you all know. Uh, I've been married for 13, almost 13 years. Now, that does not make me. A, uh, uh, an, uh, an expert it doesn't mean that every day every day in my marriage is like I'm skipping through the fields um, you know it's real you know marriage is, is, is a very real series of transactions of, uh, uh, it's an ongoing uh, beautiful struggle right um, and so just because I'm talking about marriage or giving tips doesn't mean that my marriage is you know the quintessential you know thing up on the Mount Rushmore of marriages you know um, so please you know take my ideas as just my perspective you know this is not you know uh, the end all be all okay so couple tips all right um, marriage uh, tip number one and I don't even know I don't, I'm not numbering them the first tip I don't know <laughs> marriage is not about love only okay marriage is not about love only love is great love of course has to be there right love has to be i guess maybe the foundation of the marriage um but love is like love is a feeling right love goes up and down depending on the mood that you're in technically right if we're being real with each other you know uh, to me marriage is about like you know, like, do you like someone? We all have family members that we love, but we can't stand them, right? When they open their mouth, you want to punch their teeth out, right? So love is something that you kind of have to do to someone that you feel that you should love, right? You love your mom, like you love your brothers and sisters. You, you know, you love your fraternity or sorority brothers, but do you really like them though? You see what I'm saying? And what I always tell couples is like, you have to really like each other. F love. Love is cool. Of course, you know, people are like, oh, you don't need love. Yes, of course you need love. But if you can't spend all day and night and day and night again and day and night again forever, <laughs> If you don't like that person, your days and nights are going to be long, laborious. It's going to be, it's going to be hell for real. And that's why a lot of times marriages don't last is because people love each other, but don't like each other. You got to spend, do you know how much time you spend with someone? Like, do you know time is like, you know, you're like, oh man, you look back on time and like, oh man, those years went by fast. Someone told me that like, you know, when you're in a marriage or in a relationship, the days go by slow, but the years go by fast. You know how long those days are when you're with someone by yourself all day, every day, and you don't like them? So please, 
Focus on liking them. That means you have to have some commonalities. You have to be willing to learn from them. You have to like how they interact with other people. You have to like how they treat themselves. You have to like uh, how they um, how they wake up in the morning, what their routine is. You know what I'm saying? So you just those are just things you have to consider. Okay? So it's not about love. It's about likes. Um, now listen. Um, this is going to be controversial, right? When I got married in, in a long time ago, a lot of people told me, you know, when you get married, make sure you have time for yourself. Make sure, you know, you, you, you stake out some time and it's just you. And you go out with the fellas and keep your, you know, you still have your things over here. And she has, like, you need to have your you time. Look, man, let me tell you something. That's a setup. Um, don't don't believe that hype. You know, uh, when you're first married. Now, I'm not saying the entirety of your marriage. But again, the title of this is the marriage starter kit. Right. So when you're first married, everything is about that union. So you shouldn't be thinking about, I'm telling you the truth now, you shouldn't be thinking about hanging out with your boys. You shouldn't be thinking about ladies night and 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 going out for martinis with your girlfriends. That first year of marriage is like you're pledging a fraternity. It needs to be about your line brother or your line sister, whoever you are in that relationship with. You need to know everything about this person. You know what I'm saying? Y'all need to be going out together. Y'all can go out with other couples or other people or what have you. But remember, right, this is forever. Or, well, we're going to talk about forever in a second. So, I always say, look, don't worry about spending time with other people right now. You need to be spending all of your time with your wife, with your husband, whoever it is in your household that you're married to, right? That foundation is so important. So, again, first one, marriage isn't about love. It's about like. The second one is, I say, don't worry about spending time apart and doing, you know, I'm going to take a man's trip to DR. I just got married. Come, look, man, come on. Stop playing. You know better. All right. Um, second thing. All right. Forever. Or third thing. Looking at this concept of forever, right? I think it's a setup, especially for men when they go into the marriage thinking that this is going to be forever. I mean, I think the whole concept of marriage is that, you know, you're making a vow in front of God or whoever to for this to last forever. Right? I think that's I think that's, you know, that's known. That's like the, the thing that's unsaid and it should remain unsaid. This concept forever for men, I think my perspective is what sets a lot of relationships up for failure, because men are thinking like word forever, though forever though like you know what i'm saying and that concept of forever is so foreign to us you got to remember ladies you all grow up planning your weddings you you get your dress out and you look at you know you get your flowers and you're walking down the aisle da, da, you know and that's what you all do and, and or many of you i'm not going to generalize it's many women are planning their weddings and where it's going to be for all of their life men just don't boys just aren't socialized to do that or to even think about relationships in that context of forever you know um so my advice is to when you're looking at your marriage to focus and look at it from a year to year basis focus on making this one year awesome 
and then the next year more awesome okay uh the concept of forever gets into people's heads and is a little bit too much for many men to um to break down like to conceptualize that's just too much focus on the uh the the year to year making this year the best it can be what are you going to look back in 2016 and like man 2015 was awesome that's my advice focus on year to year not forever all right so listen this one again is also controversial and i know a lot of times people don't have a choice about this you know nature is real my next piece of advice do not have children in the first year of your marriage flex bomb listen listen how do i say this children can be a setup the most beautiful setup in the world right kids having children is so important, you know, it's awesome. Oh, blah, blah, blah. We're gonna have a whole episode about the pregnancy process and children and raising whatever later on down the line. I don't have the energy for that right now. But listen, my advice is do not have children during the first year of marriage. Yes, children are a blessing from God. Yeah, I get it. I understand. I have to listen. If you're trying to establish your relationship and build something strong within the foundation of your forever, right? Even though we don't like forever, but if you're building a foundation that is going to last forever, having children during those foundational periods of time can put cracks in your foundation. From the mere simple fact of you'll be sleepy You'll be tired, you'll be hungry, you'll be cranky. You're just not putting your best foot forward at a time where that is so important to the marriage. Putting your best foot forward. Children will ruin that. Children will make you look at your partner like, what the did I just do? You know what I'm saying? Those horrible nights, those long crying nights, you're like, yo, I just learned how to love you. Now I gotta learn how to love this baby. And who's gonna get my time? The woman has to worry about, oh man, I just birthed this life. And now now I have to take care of my husband or make sure he's all right. The husband's like, yo, we just got married and now we can't have sex for nine months. You know what I'm saying? So listen, 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 Linda. Um, it's real. It's real. Having children is an amazing opportunity. It's an amazing blessing. It's an experience. Um, but if you have the choice and a lot of people are like, oh, I want to get married. I want to have kids. Listen, of course, you don't have to be married to have children. But if you go on, if you're going that route, you're like marriage, children next. Give yourself a good year or more. My wife and I waited five years. For some people, that might be too long. We were young when we got married. We had that opportunity. Um, If it was ideal, if you have the ideal situation, wait some time. Trust me. Um, Children are just... 
They have no Fs to give. Like, children don't care that you all just got married and you want to spend time with each other. You're not going on no vacations when you have kids. You're not taking the night out on the town when you have kids. You know how much childcare you have to have. You know how much bills these little kids cost. Do you understand? Look, 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 look man. I'm, I promise you, please, uh, just, just don't do that. Um, listen, the last thing, the last thing I want to talk about is this. This is the last tip on the list today. Um, competition, right? So I know a lot of couples that are competitive, a lot of people that are competitive, you know, grow up playing sports, you go to college, like you, you just go, you live this life where it's all about being better than the next person. Um, but competition can really, uh, rare and ugly side of people if it's not maintained now friendly competition oh that's awesome that's cute but what I'm talking about is something different a lot of times a lot of times people get into this whole mentality that my experience has to be hard or has to be more challenging than yours it's like a struggle competition and what I see a lot of times in the media and with all these relationship gurus and experts is they're pitting men against women in, I think, what they think is comical and what they think is going to get more clicks and likes and people to tune in. But what I see is um, a lot of people are basing their relationships with what they see on TV. So there are these constant displays like, oh, the husband has to do this, and the, but the wife does this, but the wife does more. No, the husband does more. No, the wife is more tired than the husband is. And I got up and I did this and I cooked dinner, and but I mowed the lawn. And, and look, all that is just irrelevant. It doesn't matter. And it doesn't contribute to sustaining a relationship that cannot continue. Because what happens is animosity develops, um, you know, if you're competing, there's always going to be a loser, right? And you just don't want that loser mentality when it comes to your relationship. It's a setup for failure, right? So um, those are my tips, man. Those are my tips. Spread this word around. These are, again, my perspective. Um, you know, just I put them together. I thought about it long and hard. And these are the things that I think lead to a successful start of a marriage. All right, so... Thanks for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. It's your boy, Five Mics. The microphone gives me wings. Episode four. Um, this has been an awesome experience so far. Tell your people to tune in. And I will holler at y'all later. Peace.